Welcome everyone into the Everyday Experience Podcast, a show called It's Probably You. I'm your host, LDP, and Ryan Shotgun. We've got Jesus back on the microphone. How are you? I'm good. Good, good. Exciting week for us. But yeah. yeah, this has been a really good week. Uh, I'm excited about diving a little bit deeper into the concept of communication, but I have a really important question for you. Hit me. What is your communication color? Uh, I feel like I'm a green who pretends to be a yellow. That'll make sense. It'll make sense here in just a little bit. Now, because this is a lot of information, I think we're going to dive right in. But I do want to say shout out to all the new subscribers. Shout out to people who have found us and started listening. You guys rock. You're the reason why we do this. Um, We've had so much fun with, with some of the guests and things that we have already had, as well as what's to come. Just loving it. And we're back in the OG spot. This was the OG recording studio. Yeah, I know. It feels weird. <laughs> I mean, you've got more technology and equipment in here than... We've got, we got a full I, studio. <laughs> we Something really goes wrong, we're ready. We have the full studio here. But we are going to take the conversation about communication in a pretty fun and interesting direction, right? And it all starts around this book called Surrounded by Idiots. The book is by, oh, yeah, Surrounded by Idiots. The book is by Thomas Erickson. And here's what they say about the book. The book looks at the four types of human behavior and how to effectively communicate with each. So this can be applied to business, creativity, relationships. So what I want you to think about as we go through all of this, as the listener, I want you to tell me which color you feel like you are. Now, I'm going to start with, the first one, but let me give you all four just so you kind of have them. You have the context, then we'll kind of go through them. I believe that I'm the first one that we're going to talk about. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I believe that I'm the first one, but there is red, yellow, green, and blue. And what we're going to talk about today is kind of the characteristics of each of them, right? And then we're going to go into a little bit of the best ways to communicate with them as well as how you can kind of give them feedback and criticism. And I'm going to tell you guys what the worst pairing is, according to the author. So let's start with red. Characterizations of people who are red are ambitious, dominance, decisiveness, competitiveness, and hot-tempered. So, um, yeah... For for me being a yoga instructor and all the mindfulness stuff I do, I'm still I still get hot though. I'm still I still light it up a little. Yeah, you know, I, to me, you were this one because of the ambitious. Like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm sure that's the <laughs> that's reason. The I'm sure it was that's the reason why you thought that. And what he what he talks about in the book is Reds have no problem speaking their mind and often revolt against the tradition the traditional way of doing things. And I'm like, huh. I literally today made a comment about hating inefficiencies <laughs> and how I was going to try something different than what was being done. Yeah, might, in the, the, the process. chapter might as well have been written for you. Yeah, so that nailed it perfectly. It's funny. I told you as soon as I saw the colors and I read the first one, I was like, Lance, that's it. <laughs> All right, so let's get into the yellow. Since you think that you're, you said you're, you're I'm a, a green who, who, who fakes being a yellow. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about yellow, right? And each of these. What I'm going to give you, what we're going to talk about tonight is just like the tip of the iceberg. You really want to read this book. I got it on Blinkist. It's been fantastic. I've, I've actually listened to it two or three times at this point, and I just knew it needed to be an episode. But I highly recommend going into the rest of it because I'm not going to touch on everything that this has. And it's fascinating. 
So we already talked about the red. Let's talk about yellow. And they're they're listed as being optimistic. Characterizations are cheerful, confident, talkative, positive. The eternal optimist is what you have for yellow. Yellows will continue to see the possibilities and find a way to enjoy themselves. Yep. So why so why are you pretending to be a yellow? I feel like it's something I taught myself. I think I told that story about yeah. being yeah. in college or whatever. And I'm naturally born introvert. I know everyone who talks a lot says that, but I, it, you saw me at the gathering. Like when those people <laughs> around me, it makes me very uncomfortable. Yes. Like, it's, yeah. like really like on yeah. edge until I turn on that yellow mode, right? Yeah. It's where I'm like, okay, I'm just talking. I'm on autopilot. I'm just going and I'm good to go. Oh yeah. Cause when we went to Blacklands, you did have a few moments where you look like a deer in headlights. Yeah, it was. And I didn't know what to do for me you. Off guard. I, I think because of COVID, it's been a while since yeah. I've been in that kind of setting. Yeah. And I, in my head, I was like, am I freaking out here? Like, well, this is weird. <laughs> like, I feel out of place, yeah, which I shouldn't have been. Everyone was super nice. I think that this is the fun thing about doing activities like this, right? And kind of looking at how different personalities and different styles and different people kind of connect in a room. Let's get into greens, which you think you actually are. I feel like I'm a green. You feel like you're actually a green. Okay. Mm -hmm. So let's see here. Everything except the first part of it, but go ahead. Yes. So characteristics of the green. They are calm, balanced, easygoing, tolerant, and friendly nature. I feel like I have... I feel like you are all of those things. Except the calm. You know, like I feel like I'm not... Actually, no, I stay calm. You you stay stay calm. I I haven't really seen you have too many freakouts. Unless unless you feel like you're you're missing something, then I've seen you have some freakouts. Other than that, I don't like you feel like you should have done something different or done something in a specific situation. Other than that, I, I only see you just being chill. Yeah, and I'm anxious, but like when something goes wrong, I'm usually like, hey, let's figure it out, let's calm down. Yeah, that kind of vibe. So I feel like green resonates. Well, I think that you can kind of have a mixture of all of them. But what they say about the greens is keep calm and carry on might be the motto for greens, which I immediately could think of some greens that I know. Um, I feel like uh, my wife is definitely a green. That's not even a question. 100%. 100% she's a green. Um, And then there's blue. Characterizations for blue, realistic, perfectionist, detail-oriented, analytical. That's my wife. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's my wife on that one. So, like for me, when I read the blue, I was like, some of this made sense in my mind that could potentially be how I am. But when you think about the detail oriented and and like the analytical part, I feel like I only have a touch of analytical side most of the time. I'm just, and I I know I am not detail oriented. I am I am not someone who wants to get into the minutia of things at all. I'm in that same boat. I'm. I like to analyze this stuff, and I like to figure out that, like, oh, like how did that part work, but not the whole picture. Like, yeah. I don't want to analyze everything. Just give me that one cool part that I liked, and everything else. I'm like, okay, I can skip over that. I kind of do the same thing. It's like I will get all the way into the weeds on something because I find it interesting, but that's not my normal way of being. It's not my normal demeanor. <laughs> oh, crack it open. Oh yeah, I definitely had to have a beer for this episode. Mm-hmm. Definitely had to have a beer. So. Here's how I want you to visualize this again, right? So I'll give you the colors, red, yellow, green, and blue. So now that you know all four colors, it helps to picture them in kind of like a two by two square with the top two from left to right being blue and red 
and with green positioned below blue and yellow below red. Now each side of this square shows how these different personality types share some common traits. And I think that's kind of what I realize is that I think like for the majority of my personality, I'm definitely red, but I do see how I have some like yellow or a little bit of blue, mostly yellow, like kind of lean into what I'm doing. Cause I always feel like I can accomplish whatever it is I want to do. So while now that we see the sides of it and we've kind of put them into their square, right? Green and yellow tend to focus on people and relationships. Likewise, on the left, you have blue and green who tend to be reserved and introverted. On the right, you have red and yellow who tend to be extroverted and proactive. Your thoughts on that? Um, I guess, yeah, that makes sense because my green side is my real calm, like introverted side where I don't really want to mess with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. My yellow side is my outgoing. Hey, I'm talking to everyone. Yep. So yeah, it makes sense. Oh, and at the top for when you have the the blue and red, both of them tend to place importance on task and issues. So that's why for me, I can definitely see where my red tendency. I feel like I, if you had to get like my baseline, it would definitely be red. Like that would be who I am to my core. That's the baseline. And then I feel like I have a little bit of blue and a little bit of yellow that kind of just sneaks in there every so often. And like the yellow would be more of like my optimism and my full belief that I can accomplish anything that I want. And blue is when I feel like I need to get to work. (laughs) Yeah. We tend to try to like say you're only one, but it's, that's like your main branch, but you have a little bit of everything. And they even said that you're more than likely going to have at least, you know, Two of these, yeah, you know, for sure. you, you're not going to you're more than likely not going to be all four, but you're going to have two of these at the very least. And then you might have some spillover from a third one. Um, but let's talk about kind of how this operates from a feedback, criticism, conversations, because I think that this is where most of the communication element of this comes in. So let's just dive right in right reds are the easiest to talk to since they don't require you to butter them up so this is about giving them feedback and criticism communicating with someone who's red reds do not like pointless conversations straight shooters only you can't be wishy-washy you have to tell them directly what you are doing wrong or what they are doing wrong and it said be prepared to back up your criticism with concrete examples Man, if this isn't the most straight, like I, so like what you talked about, like you can be in a social setting and like have a conversation and step outside of your comfort zone and all that. I'm naturally an extrovert, but for some reason I don't like small talk. Yeah. (laughs) I just not, it's not for me. It's funny though, because like I'm a I like small talk because I get nervous and I start talking. Yeah. Like when I'm nervous, my autopilot's like, I just start talk, 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 right? But I really like red people, quote unquote, <laughs> in that category because yeah. a lot of my mind is overanalyzing like, okay, why did they say that? What do they mean? Uh, is, is something going wrong? You know, like I, I'm hyperanalyzing everything in that conversation. Yeah. But when, when I realize, oh, this person's a street shooter, 
I can turn part of that part of my brain off because I'm like, they're just going to tell me what they want and then I could just do it or respond to what they want. Yeah. And I love that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have found that when I get caught up in too much small talk, I just start to kind of like, like shut the other person out, especially when it comes to like, if it's like a text or something like that, like don't, don't text me and like ask me like how the weather is or how's my day going like my wife that's fine everybody else you don't really need to know how my day's going what is it that you need just tell me what it is that you need so we can get straight to the point you don't like getting the the three slacks where the first one's like hey how are you <laughs> can you help me or yeah yeah the, it's the it's the warm lead up yeah i just want to touch on red real quick though because i feel like uh people can mix it up work with a directness they think of that as rude but I feel like that gets mixed up. Whether it's like the people that are direct, they just don't want to waste time. Just tell them what you think. They tell you what they think and they're good to go. Yeah. But sometimes people try to twist that and they're like, oh, I'm just real. So I'm going to be mean. Yeah. And yeah. like they think that mean is honest. And yes. I, I feel like red people. <laughs> it's a weird saying. That, yeah. I love but it. People yeah. who are in that category, they can also be tactful. Right. Yes. You're a straight shooter, but you're not going to like crush mm-hmm. people's souls. Usually. I think that's the difference between. I uh, That's the difference between like understanding who you are and where my favorite thing always comes back. Self-awareness, being able to regulate your own emotions, being able to think through and problem solve for yourself. So if you're someone who wants to be assertive, I'm a very assertive person. But what I've learned is. I can be like mean. So in order to combat that, when I know that I'm getting irritated or that I'm, I'm feeling a certain way, I know how to recognize that it's happening, sit with the feeling and then back out of it. You do that enough times. I actually don't even get as angry or annoyed by things like I used to. It is like come down a lot. And some of that's yoga, some of that's other things. But to your point, it's the intention behind the statement. Yeah. That's how I look at it. What was the intention behind what you were saying or doing? Because I do think that people like to say, oh, I'm assertive, but really you're just an asshole. There's a very big difference. Yes, 100%. Because there were points in my life when I was just an asshole. I was not, I was, I was assertive, but I was an asshole. Um, but you know what? You did hit on something that I think is really important and why I would stress to people, especially if you like to read and, and you know, the season has been kind of perking your ears up a little bit learning about communication because they talk about how the, the different personality types and conversation styles can have their negative sides. And it reminded me of strength finders. So if you haven't read strength finders or, or gone through the exercise, you take the test, it tells you your top five characteristics, but you could have all of them. They're just at varying degrees. But what strength finders talks about is balconies and basements. Like the best thing that you can look like is your balcony. So when your strengths are on and people are receiving them well, that's you in your balcony. That's you in the upstairs crushing it. That's them seeing the best in you. However, all of those strengths could also have a, a basement where people see it and they don't like it or they, they perceive it to be a certain way. That's a lot of what I pulled from this is how each of these groups, like they, like we just talked about, reds can be looked at as being assholes. Yellows can be looked at as like aloof and, and too talkative. There's a lot of things that can be misconstrued by just looking at someone. Can, can I take a really big swerve? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like I need to learn to be a little bit more red. And the yeah. reason is, it, it's not a good reason. Yeah. I just had a little bit more time than normal recently, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So I've been playing a little bit more games. Yeah. You know, little video games. And the game I'm playing 
it's you're doing an activity with five other people. So yeah. there's six in there. Yeah. Right? And in this activity, everyone has to know what they're doing. Yes. Problem is, I don't like confrontation. So yeah. I tend to go to a group where everyone is just quote unquote friendly. Yeah. And they don't like conflict. So what happens is one person's doing something wrong. And we all know they're doing it wrong, yeah. but none of us want to confront them. <laughs> so they, we spend hours just losing and losing and losing because that person is like, no, no, I know what I'm doing or I'm doing. And none yeah. of us want to be like, hey, you don't know what you're doing. That's okay. Let me tell you what you should be doing because yes. I can see you're doing it wrong. Yeah. And I know in my head that's what I should do, but I can't do it. And, and it feels weird because I'm not even looking at them. I'm just talking to them with the headsets. You know, it's like, they're <laughs> not even the there. You're These are the people I will person. never interact with again <laughs> in my life. Yeah. But it just feels weird to tell people yeah. like, hey, I know you're doing it wrong. Just, yeah. just do this. Well, the reason why, so again, there's, because there, there was a lot of different ways that they broke this down. The reason why I went with feedback and criticism and like that communication element of it is because I feel like a lot of people are going to be able to relate to some of these talking points given that when you hear that color and you read it, there's going to be someone who immediately came to mind. I swear, like for each one of these that I went through, somebody that I know immediately came to mind when I was listening about how they are and, and kind of how they're set up. So I do think that there's some, I wish I could be more blue. Like I wish that I could care more about fine details. Like I really wish I did because I would probably approach a lot of things a little bit differently, but I, I put my energy in other places. Which brings me to... Hello, yellows. Yeah. Which brings me... We're actually... We're going to... Let's see. So, let's... A little bit more on the reds, right? Um, they are known for using any sign of weakness in an argument to assert their dominance. I was like, oh my God, that's so me. All right. Let's talk about yellows. When it comes to yellows, you are better off if you come well-prepared with an agenda and a list of talking points. Since yellows are known for hijacking a conversation, you need that agenda. You also want to follow up with them to make sure that they got the message. That's a good one. I'm actually good with that, though. I don't do that. So, because I consciously, I'm afraid of keeping conversations going too long at work. Yeah. Because I'm afraid of, like, always just waiting too long. So, I, I always make sure I'm analyzing, like, okay, yeah. we talked about it, we're done. Yeah. We can go. Well, what I but what we I, all know that person. Well, I like this. Oh, everybody knows that person. The person that'll just hijack you, and next thing you know, it's been ten minutes. You have somewhere you need to be, and this person's talking about their dog, and you don't know how you got here. And they're not reading any of the polite symbols <laughs> you gave them, like the oh, okay. They were not picking up on any of the social cues. Yeah, <laughs> not picking up on a single social cue. But I like this last part. Like you want to follow up with them to make sure that they got the message. I think that that should be standard across any type of communication because they say something in the book that I, I find to be completely correct. You can have an audience of two people. You and I could be sitting in a room. Somebody could get, deliver us a message and you and I could both interpret it completely different. 100%. Even though we just heard the exact same thing, we could interpret it completely differently. So what they're saying, though, is for someone who's a yellow, who, again, doesn't really like details, that's more of an optimist, who's that they just want to dive in and get to work and, and make things happen. And they believe that anything is possible. Maybe that's that person you want to make sure you follow up with to make sure that expectations were set. Let's talk a little bit about greens. If you want to communicate with greens, avoid putting the spotlight on them. Whether the feedback is good or bad, they like to avoid conflict and also tend to be relentless self-critics. So be clear that the feedback is not personal. 
100%. I was going to say, so as a, as a, Literally as a self-diagnosed queen. I my nail because I was like, oh my God, that's me. You know, like it just, the self-criticism thing hits home. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's 100%. I, there's no one who's a harder critic than me. On me than myself. I feel like that has been a sentiment that I have been getting a lot from people, and I'm realizing that oh, there's a lot of green. So apparently, um, green is the most common of all of them. Oh yeah, that yeah. Especially I, for, our, for our society, the yeah. way that our society is set up, and in the way that people are just kind of like constantly in a state of like criticism or like judging themselves. Social media making you feel a certain way about things. Well, I feel like the pendulum swung way too hard. Right? Like yeah. I feel like the the no, I don't like generalizing, but the, before our generation, it was very normal to be very aggressive and very like, like this is this, like yeah. dominant. So I feel like on our generation, it, for the most part, it swung all the way to the opposite. Like, hey, we should be nicer. Like, I don't like the way they were yelling at people, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but we might have swung too far that way where now we don't want to like... No confrontation whatsoever. No confrontation at all when you should be having it. Yes. You know, it, the joke is always a haircut. It's yeah. like they shave your head, they mess it up and you, they're like, what do you think? You're like... Love it. No matter what, right? Yeah. Even though if it's horrible. But yeah. But that, I, that's a funny thing. Well, I, I do find that to be pretty fascinating, right? When you start to like kind of poke some holes into some of this and to understand why people feel the way that they feel at times, you can kind of... I wouldn't even say poke holes in it because that's not that's not a fair way of assessing it. Yeah. You're kind of pulling pulling the curtain back on someone and getting a, a better understanding of them. I think that's a better way of, of looking at it. But I was just having a conversation with someone about coaching and about people. And one of the most important things you can do regardless is you have to separate the behavior from the person. Like you can't say bad behavior, bad person. That's not how it works. Sometimes you just don't know everything that's going on with someone. So I like that they highlight that. Um, you know, make sure that you're clear with what you're doing and don't put the spotlight on greens. They tell a story about the author recognizing a known green in a public setting and that person getting so mad that they did all of this for them because they did not want that type of recognition. Yeah. You have to know what people are actually looking for. Like, what actually motivates people? I honestly think that the teacher that forced me to make my little fake yellow personality or whatever yeah. saved me for work life. Yeah. Because back then, if I would have been put on the spot, dead. Like, that. <laughs> I would not know what to do. Yeah. And now I'm an autopilot. Instead of dead, I just start talking and that... Now I'm pretty good at it, you know, you yeah. it and I just do it and it gets me through it. But thank God. Yeah. Like, I, I get this struggle a lot. Well, and I love having this type of a conversation. And part of me was like, man, do I do I bring in people that I think are these colors and do something with it? Who knows? We'll see what happens. But yeah, they were just saying for greens, like you have to be clear that the feedback is not personal. And I think that that's really something that is important for us just in general. Like make sure that people know where you're coming from and that it's not you. It's it's just the actual thing that's happening that's bothering me. And then we've got our blues. Uh, blues require you to do your homework come to the meeting well prepared with extreme detail you want to make sure you have your facts straight if they ask a question and you don't know the answer just admit it if you make something up that could be a death knell for your your conversation for your relationship for the friendship for the working partnership whatever the case may be um what do you think about that with the way that you're supposed to approach these different colors. That was tricky. Uh, Cause I feel like a lot of people, 
are afraid to be wrong, you know? It's, yeah. Everyone always has to be right or always has to, like, actually, like, I wasn't technically wrong, that type of thing. Yeah. So I, I think if you're that type of person and you have someone who's blue in your life, that can lead to a lot of conflict. Of like, well, you're never going to just admit, like, hey, I didn't know. You're going to be like, well, I, you'll, like, either look it up or you'll be like, well, I didn't know, but I kind of knew this, you know? Yeah. Which could, I assume, for them be incredibly annoying. I, I'm assuming for someone who's super analytical that already did their homework, they're going to be pissed that you just decided to make something up. And then pretended like you knew the whole time or add to it. I have no shame in telling someone that I don't know. But I also, I don't care that much what other people think about me. Yeah. Well, I can tell right away that my best friend is blue. Because he's like <laughs> a super analytical. And he's always like taking the stuff I say very literally. Yeah. Which is good. He holds me to account. Yeah. So he's like, hey, you didn't even, like, that doesn't make sense. I didn't yeah. do this. And I'm just like, ding, I didn't even remember that. Yeah. Because I, I tend to exaggerate when I'm like hyped. Yeah, I'm yeah. really hyped, you know. I like. Well, I see. I see you get you get pumped. Yeah, and I start exaggerating stuff like, "Oh, okay, this happened, this happened, or whatever." I, I wouldn't consider it lying. I'm not lying about events. No, no, in my it's, head, it's hyper. It's just yeah. you, you can hyperbolize. Yeah, yeah, I do the same thing when and I he get pumped. Me out every time, and he gets me. <laughs> he knows. He he actually knows you, so that's why. Um, so we've kind of talked about the different colors. I think we've given you all some context as to how this operates, and I would be thrilled if you could dm us on social let us know which one you think you are getting that feedback would be awesome now if you need to put together a team or you are just looking for your own compatibility we're going to go into that a little bit so let's talk about the positive combos analytic blue dominant red that was like one of the first ones that they talked about. That's and I see this as a perfect combination. Perfect pen. I think this is a perfect combination because the red's going to want to be dom- is going to want to dominate, it's going to want to make things happen, and the blue's going to be able to be analytical, look at all the finite details. It is like the perfect pairing. They could both call each other out on their BS. And neither one of them exactly. Neither one of them is going to be afraid to have a straight conversation and give actual feedback about what's going on. Perfect. Uh, stable greens and inspiring yellows. I see that as a really good combo as well. Not as strong in my mind as no, the other ones. Not, but not, no, 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 no. I do see the inspiring yellows like getting the greens out of their shells. I agree. You know? Getting them like ready to talk. And getting them to feel good about themselves and being that optimist, right? I feel like that's really good. And then they said red and yellows and then blue and greens. So I think that that all makes sense. I had already kind of had in my mind where I thought some of these combos were going to go. So let's talk about the negative ones, though. Reds and greens tend to be just like get at each other and their personalities don't seem to mesh very well. And I immediately thought like, you know what, if, if a green is somebody who feels like they're trying to battle their inner critic and you have someone who's super dominant and just going to just throw things at them. I can see that messing with their head a little bit. Yeah, but I feel weird about it because, and maybe it's just me, but like I said, I don't like to not know what's actually going on. So you and I have never worked together like in a yeah. corporate setting or whatever, yeah. but I imagine like if you were my manager and you were just telling me like, hey, this is what you're doing right and wrong. Yeah. I love that because to me, it takes all the stress of like overanalyzing yes. gone. Yeah. Okay, he told me this is where I got to yeah. go. This is where I got to fix. Yeah. And that I like that. Yes. So it's weird that red and green are so, you know, considered... Com- not compa- yeah, like yeah. They, yeah, they, they would chafe at each but other. I could see if someone didn't have that, where you don't like to hear it, where yeah. you could, you know, 
spiral down when your manager's giving you. It's straight, all about the way that answer. you. So for me, it's always been about the way that I communicate. But I also make it a point to understand the people that work for me. Like you know, leadership is like the main thing that I I enjoy doing, and that's like that's like my calling. I will get to know people so that I can meet them where they are. Because I believe in psychological safety. I believe that the best way to make someone feel like they're psychologically safe is to understand them and give them the communication that they need, which is why I am a red. But, you know, I've got I'm, I'm getting a little bit more green every day. Um, OK, yellows and blue, yellow and blue is often considered the worst combo. Interesting. <laughs> they said that that is the worst. You combo. know what? I see it because yep. the yellow is going to try to pump everything up, start talking, and the blue is going to try to analyze everything. And be like, Yo. So what, you you hit it right on the head. So they basically said that since yellows are known for just diving right in, while blues tend to lean heavily into details, they do not like each other whatsoever. Yeah, that makes hundred percent sense. So here are some things that the book goes into, and again, that I highly recommend for you all to talk about. They talk about some of the unique stressors associated with them. They talk about way more detail on some of the combinations, and they talk about ways to improve communication and more, but I did not want this to be a hour-long episode, so we're going to leave it at that. Okay. What are your thoughts? Now that you've learned all the colors, That's fun. Does, it, does it make you... I know for me, like I went in today uh, and I was just looking at people and being like, oh, you're a blue, you're a green, you're a red, you're a yellow. I work in finance. I feel like I'm, I got a lot of. I feel like if I would have seen this earlier in the day, maybe. Yeah. But actually, the only people I interact with right now are my daycare people. I, <laughs> I play games with them. But, uh, so I guess now, next time. Oh, you know what? Tomorrow I'll do it. Yeah, exactly. Because tomorrow we're, they're doing uh, Easter Hunt with all the parents. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Oh, I've got to go to one of those two coming up. Yeah. Oh, the joys of being a parent. Now, again, just to remind all of you, the colors are red yellow green and blue the book is surrounded by idiots by thomas erickson the book looks at the four types of human behavior and how to effectively communicate with each oh this has been a lot of fun you know where you can find us on social media at it's underscore probably underscore the letter u and our website www.itsprobablyyou.com and if at any point you felt guilty it's, it's probably, probably you, you.